What up, everybody? This is your girl Alicia, aka Enough to Believe in, and today is July twenty fourth, two thousand twenty two, or seven twenty four, which was, you know, not so humbly by my Leo of a father, taken as twenty four seven. And I now of days have definitely thought of whenever I hear or see or listen to certain songs like 24-7 by EXO, I think of my dad. Of course, not always do I think of, well, I, now I do. But um, that's a good song. I recommend it. It's a good song even if you don't have a dad that was born on 7-24. Um, it being 2022 now marks six years since he passed away and um this segment is not at all not really k-pop related um actually i don't know who actually listens to my podcast whether it be k-pop fans k-drama fans or just people in general so to whomever is listening thank you for listening and whoever this information helps i really i really hope it helps because i stand on the side on the outside not on the outside looking in on the other side of losing my father i am now officially 30 years of age and i lost him at the age of 24. that being said um i'm a late bloomer i didn't do much before he passed away and um Basically didn't take on the world until after he passed away. Um, I was a sheltered kid. I still have a sheltered type mindset. Um, not necessarily proud of it. Not necessarily uh, embarrassed by that idea. It's just who I am. I am. I accept who I am. I'm at work, so of course you're going to hear some clicking because I have to get certain things done before the end of the night, the day, whatever. It is now 5 minutes to 4 a.m. And I, I just wanted to tell you guys this information, get this out there in the air, because my father did not die from the disease that brought him into the hospital. He died from technically malpractice. Yeah. Technically, I don't, he goes, I don't actually know the full terminology for it to be, if I'm, um actually to claim it as malpractice because he was brought in there for something and was treated relatively for that thing um but he, he wasn't completely you know treated as a human um he was overweight i think in the categories there's like uh overweight and then there's obese i think that's what it is or is it obese and then overweight i can't remember um but definitely he was not the smallest of people he stood almost six feet tall and uh wow technically weighed two times my weight technically no i'm almost no i'm almost 200 pounds no <laughs> he, he he yeah maybe 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 uh, I don't maybe and I actually now after six years of meditating over the whole situation finally realized that he was not only trying to get me my sister and I into um, nursing education for our benefits but also for his benefits and 
honestly, if you fear, well, no, if you have children and you know that in one, one day in the not so near future, like when you're in your 50s to your 80s, that you might be put into a home, a nursing home, or rather a, a, like a nursing facility, or even if you're not put into a home, but rather you you have to live monitored. You would rather your own flesh and blood do it, probably. Like part, some people do want their own flesh and blood to do it because they'll know that they're doing it out of love. But some people don't want their flesh and blood to do it because some fear that you're making a responsibility out of it, that your children have to take care of you when you get older, or rather that they'll create an animosity between family members because you raised me just so that I can take care of you when you're old, basically. So I understand that part. So anywho's back back to the reason why I, I set up this to record. My father went into the hospital in April or I wanna say April, maybe May. maybe March, I can't remember right now, of 2016 for heart issues. He's had heart issues for a while. He's had heart, heart issues, uh, possibly years without telling us and then years of telling us. So he went in for a heart issue. It was a very serious issue. He just couldn't breathe well. He just wasn't breathing enough. He felt very exhausted day in, day out. Um, also, along with his that health issue, he had uh, sleep apnea, I believe, and he was a very strong snorer and uh, a heart arrhythmia. There's a lot. Well, of course, when I say his heart issue, he had a heart issue. That that was part of his heart issue. Um, so basically, it it was not beating at a regular pace. He's had several different procedures. <laughs> I forgot to turn the meat on. Uh, he's had several several different procedures and um, devices put into his body to help with his heart issue. And he also had those more devices or more monitoring after he got put into the hospital. And my, what I mean by put in the hospital, he was put in the hospital. He was he took himself to the hospital. And was supposed to be under monitor, mo being monitored for a week or two, and that turned into, let's say, let's say it started in May, June, July, August, September, four months. So no, I'm gonna say it was March because it was definitely not four months. It was six months of him being in the hospital, and it was not back and forth in the hospital. It was literally him staying in the hospital for six months. I know because I have recordings of it. I know because I visited him and not only did I visit to just say hello or to watch him, I stayed and slept there and understood what he had to go through from an outsider's perspective, not actually being the person that's being poached on and all that. <sighs> okay, I, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself just a little bit. I just want to clarify the malpractice I mean is the reason why he died. He went in there for heart issues and died because of a bed sore. And I want you guys to take bed sores quite seriously because they are not just little patches of 
skin that get bruises. They're not little pieces of muscle that get soreness. They can rot and decay because of certain reasons and they can give you bacteria and sicknesses that you didn't start off with. Bed sores, to me, were I took them seriously after my father did place me and my sister or did encourage my sister and I to do a certified nursing uh, education and get ourselves a CNA uh, certificate. I took that seriously, but that year or three, I can't remember how long it had been since I went to those courses, but um, I didn't, I, I, out of sight, out of mind. I didn't practice nursing. So as I was saying, I'm basically out of sight, out of mind when it came to the idea of bed sores being so serious, or rather, I trusted this hospital to take care of my father. I trusted that they knew what they were doing, that even though he was kind of heavy for one person, you would definitely get someone else to assist you and make sure that he didn't create bed sores, that he was rotating, that he was moving around, that he was okay and comfortable. I trusted this hospital that had a very prestige name, that's rooms were very clean and very aerated and the lighting was very bright so that it wasn't necessarily hiding anything that the staff was very much prepared i i thought so much of this place that i i didn't think that they were like the nursing home around the corner that you know turned a side eye to things i didn't think that of them i thought so much of them that I thought my father was possibly just overreacting, as some Leos do, as he did on certain occasions, but no, he was honestly in pain. He was in pain and he was tired and he didn't want to be in that hospital any longer. and. It hurts that literally he went in there for a heart issue and he he didn't let it. Everyone around him let a bacteria take him away from us. And again, I didn't take this as seriously or I have coped with it in so many way in so many ways. Like it's not our fault we weren't that knowledgeable. It's not that much of an issue. It's better on that side of the world, well, that side of life, because where we live is a hellhole, like. I've coped with this in so many ways, but I guess now that I'm talking out loud, there's another form of it that I haven't completely coped with. And that's why I'm talking to you guys, because I need you guys to take a lot of this seriously. Now I only have one parent left, and, uh... <laughs>
she's what now 63 years old because dad would have been 65 this year and she's not looking too great she's kind of weak too you only get one dad well some people are blessed with you know step parents that are awesome and stuff like that but biologically physically you only get one appa and he was great on so many levels uh, every so now, every now and then, I try to fault my upbringing on my parents. But some people weren't as lucky as me to have my church road dog. <laughs> That's how it was in my adult years. Um, he needed someone to be, you know, with him. I needed to get to church. Um, he he was the he operated the van, the church van. He would go pick up people to go to church. And I was like, I'm the secretary, so I need to get to church. Um, I didn't have a vehicle at the time. I didn't have a driver's license at the time. Honestly, there's so many things that I want to thank my father for. <sighs> um, but yeah, every Sunday, early in the morning, we would be out there jamming to the musics, the church musics, the gospels. And uh, picking up the people, or studying our Sunday school lessons, or thinking about what we're doing for Sunday, um, the summer, what is it called? Vacation Bible School, or the next church outing, church retreat, well not retreat, but like when we go visit another church and stuff like that, we, that's where we bonded the most, honestly. Of all my life, it was really literally towards the end of his is where I felt closest to him. He encouraged me and wow. He encouraged me to go to my very first K-pop concert solo. I went to New York City, which is a little bit closer to his hometown than it is to ours, or to mine. <laughs> so, um, he had relatives, well, he's, we still have relatives out there, and they helped me when I finally landed there. And I had a great time. And then I realized that if I could find money for that K-pop concert and that plane ticket to that K-pop concert that year, I definitely could find the money for a driver's license. And I did achieve that mainly for him uh, the next year. Was it the next year or was it the same year? I can't even remember. Life has changed and lifetime has flown by so fast. It's been six years, fam. And a lot has gone on. So, um, yeah. If you, well, Louisiana law basically says it's mandatory that you take the eight, 16 hours, eight hours of the actual class and eight hours of the driving class. Like, actually being in a vehicle to learn and actually writing on paper to learn so and those courses are not cheap i believe at the time 
it was $400 and I didn't think I could find $400 to put up together and technically I didn't have to by the the classes that I went to they were allowed to do pay pa- um payments but you needed to get it done in a like two and a half week or two week time period and I was able to do it because like I literally found money for a plane ticket and a concert ticket in New York <laughs> To New York for one weekend, like literally a few days out there. So, of course, I should be able to find that money for the rest, something to benefit me for the rest of my life, which is a driver's license, which I only literally, I I haven't used my driving skills that often, but I have used them to rent cars to go to more K-pop things. (laughs) So, yeah, because I don't feel like the need to buy a car at this moment. But I also, I had recently, okay, um, yeah, I'll be back. Okay, I kind of, you know, stopped crying. Stopped, you know, thinking too hard about this. Obviously, you heard from the end of the last part of the segment that um, I'm just reminiscing about the great things that happened because my dad is awesome or because my dad was a great influence. Um, I have been technically wondering and thinking, what would he be going through or what would he be thinking at this time now in 2022 during pandemic aka but also post pandemic uh post certain presidents or during certain presidents i've really never really thought of how much he would you know feel about certain presidents that we've had in the last six years well, we've only had one change of presidents, technically two changes of presidents since he's passed away. So I've I've questioned how how he would react to that, how he would deal with this whole having to wear a mask all the time, or would he be like my mother and not wanting to wear the mask? Would he be like my mother and believing and following all these conspiracy theories because he was the one that was actually on Facebook first and now she's gotten on there and now she's stuck on there I didn't invite her on there I'm just letting y'all know it wasn't me and I refuse to stay like this for another five to six years Uh, so my next goal after going to Korea is to get my own house um (laughs) I said it to y'all I said it I'll say it out loud again I can't I can't deal with conspiracy theories in my ear Literally, even if I'm not playing them. Literally, if she's not asking me any questions about them. I can't. I just cannot. Um, anywho's, um, I wonder in question, like, what his opinion about me going back to Korea would be. Especially now that, um, our friend of the North has dropped several bombs recently. Um... I wonder if he's going to keep it. He would have kept encouraging me to keep doing what I want to do. Because he honestly came down here for college. He came to... He lived in New New Jersey. And he came down here to Louisiana for college. Thinking that he would go back. But then he met my mom. And he never went back. Maybe for a visit here and there. But never to stay. He's just worked so hard for this household and this family. Dang, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to cry again. Um, so I'm just like I'm wondering 
is he proud that we actually started doing family vacations and family reunions in honor of him technically um the year he passed away his side of the family came down and visited us at least twice uh of course while he was in the hospital on his last days um and after to figure out what we're doing um and that was a bonding moment for us as in what we're doing with uh funeral arrangements or anything after that or you know because he was catholic before he married into the family and my brother decided that he wants them to both to be back well wanted to be baptist so dad converted um uh so you know he definitely all of my living years said over and over again that he wanted to be cremated and you know me too i am definitely for the crema- cremation i am not for the putting me in the dirt um so those were bonding moments with his side of the family because they lived so far away we really didn't talk to them much we didn't really communicate with them much a phone call here and there birthday christmas new year that's basically all we did um with that side of the family mom's side of the family is of course closer because they're literally a drive away and by a drive i mean less than an hour away on all sides basically um and if we wanted to go to the family family house which is out out in the country that's still less than two hours away right less than three i'm gonna say less than three hours away so less less of a drive i would literally only choose to fly to his side of the family uh especially these days um (laughs) but we used to drive there for family reunions back when I was really little and I did not, I I don't recognize these people from (laughs) when I was a child because I was very little. And uh, like I said, we didn't keep up with them, but to say happy birthday, happy new year, Merry Christmas. Um, um, So uh, we had three successful family reunions. It's, Three years after he passed away. So he passed away 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. You saw me at the family reunions. Um, I actually am ready to encourage us to start doing it again. Because, like I said, this is technically post-pandemic times, but it's not really... um, like it's still out there but um everyone else is treating it like it's not and if we can plan a uh, another reunion like we were attempting to plan for two was that 2019 no 17 18 19 is when we had these so therefore it had to be 2020 we were planning to have one in a bigger more optical arrangement where we would all not have to bother my uncle for being at his 
uh, estate, which was a nice, lovely place to be, honestly. But yeah, we decided that we were going to upgrade, basically, and have everyone have their own little space and not have to question about their space. Um, anniversary cake is 12. I'm sorry. Um... And I either want to do that again or try to, I mean, attempt to do that again or do what we did before because nothing was wrong with it. it. And I think that it can happen again. Of course, not this year, not 2022, but I'm thinking that we can possibly make it happen for 2023. And I'm excited to see that side of the family and to bond with, you know, actual blood relatives because I've been bonding with people that have no blood relation to me whatsoever for the last, since the pandemic. Um, and making my way and making moves to see people that aren't related to me in any form, fashion. So, like, yeah, they're not K-pop boys, but I should put some time aside from them. <laughs> um, and no, they're not the K-pop squad, my crew, my my chat. But I should put some time. Like, they're not the people I chose to be as family, but they're my family and I actually really enjoy them and like why not try to spend some more time with them um so yeah uh thank you dad I'm sorry that it took you leaving this earth for us to do things that we could have done then but I want to thank you for your influence on it happening thank you for encouraging Without actually being physical here, to verbally encourage me to go get my driver's license. Uh, thank you for bringing the family together. And uh, thank you for being dad. I'm Samita Apa. Love you. Sarangye.